the sausage hut. Thirty days, thirty ways, thirty maze for thirty trays, baby. Getting right into it, going right back into it. Lord, Lord of the hut, beseeches upon thee another trip through the vassals of time, taking us forth through season two in an encapsulating capsule of what happened when, way back in season two of Game of Thrones. And that's where it shall be. Fourth, if you haven't figured it out yet, as we anticipate the ultimate season of Game of Thrones, April 14th, we shall be Game of Thrones heavy a little bit in our 30 podcasts in 30 days. Yes, very good, very good. We will not be doing all Game of Thrones for this first two weeks, no. As a matter of fact, tomorrow will be a non-Game of Thrones podcast. I just haven't decided on what exactly we shall have. Fourth. But we will have another Game of Thrones Season 3 capsule. And we will have a Season 4 capsule. And then after that, you can refer to our past sausage huts taking you through multiple episodes of seasons five and six and then as an extra treat you'll have one season or one episode breakdowns of each episode of season seven so get there so let's talk about season two of Game of Thrones, because you don't remember what happened all the way back then. Basically, it goes from the end of season one. And what was happening at the end of season one? Danny hatches some dragons over there. And she has all of a sudden baby dragons around her when the season starts. You've got Cal Drogo taking a hike. You get Ned Stark losing his head. Arya taking off north. All kinds of stuff going on. We got Rob and his army wandering around. in the aftermath of basically chaos of Robert Baratheon's death and Joffrey Baratheon, or is it Joffrey Lannister, taking over the throne. Everybody says, well, I want to, I got a claim to this throne. Oh, really? I have a claim to this throne, too. What do you think about that, Burp? So here we go in season two. Where are we at? We've got Joffrey being a bitch (laughs) 
You got white doves flying from the Citadel, which means summer's over. You got Tyrion Lannister, our hero, is going to be acting hand to the king after he makes it back to King's Landing. You've got Renly Baratheon wanting to make a claim with the throne, even though he's not the older brother. That would be Stannis Baratheon, who's also making a claim to the throne. So they have to figure out what's going to go on with those guys. They've each got armies. Like, who's got the better... Who's got the better army? Who's going to win out of that? I don't know. And then you've got our boys up at the up at the wall, and they decide that they're going to go north on a little expedition. They go to Craster's Keep, man, where there's one dude with a little farm, and it's populated by his wives, who are also his daughters, and he just keeps cranking them out, and... We come to find out that all the male babies are sacrificed to the White Walkers, which is crazy. <laughs> Why did Lord Commander Mormont decide to go north? Why did he want to do that? I mean, I guess he had to figure stuff out. It was a terrible idea. Terrible. I mean, basically, if you want to go north, that's a terrible idea as far as, my, as, far as I'm concerned. I mean, just let them go. Let them stay up there. You think they're going to attack? Uh, let them go through. That's what I would have done. But we haven't gotten to that part yet. So we've got places, we've got things going on at the Vale. We've got things going on in King's Landing. We've got things going on over in Karth, where Danny takes her kids, takes her guys over to Karth, and says, "Hey, man, we uh, we need to get somewhere. Will you let us into Karth?" And the the uh, the thirteen city council people of Karth are like nope no thanks and then uh, Zaro Zohan Doxos the defensive lineman for the Karth football team goes oh no I like this girl I will vouch for her and he does a little thing called invoking Sumai <laughs> which is pretty funny amongst the 13 they're like oh you're going to invoke Sumai that's like I think, what's that one voice show where they, I don't know, do they get a steal or something in one of those singing shows and they can steal somebody? But he takes out his blade and cuts his hand and he shows everybody his blood and goes, I will invoke Sumai. Basically saying, all right, y'all, I'm taking full responsibility for this. If it goes south, it's on me. We come to find out that he's a shady character from the get-go. So we got Danny and Jorah and them going over to Karth, which really was, honestly, mm, I don't even know if we needed to be there ever. I think in the books they ba uh, they pretty much had to kill a couple seasons before Danny comes over the the sea, so they're like, well, season two and three and <laughs> maybe four, we're just gonna mess around over there, and Danny's gonna get used to ruling, take over some stuff, and lose some other stuff. But for the most part, we're just waiting for it to get across the narrow sea. And that took about, I don't know, eight years. She finally came over last season. Oh, spoiler alert if you haven't watched. <laughs> I don't know. This is more of a rewatch podcast than a, I haven't watched any of them. But really, if you want to do this, you got to get into it right now and just tear through them all. 
unless this is you know five years after game of thrones came out and you're just looking for we're just looking for it now just go ahead and get into it <laughs> so i guess i won't i won't talk i won't spoil much i mean we know that you know even in season two that danny's eventually looking to cross the narrow sea so just don't hold your breath <laughs> So the overarching theme of of the season is pretty much the events leading up to the Battle of the Black Water. And that takes place at the end of the season. We know it's coming. Stannis is like, uh, I'm the king. And Renly's like, no, I'm the king. And then enter the red woman, Melisandre. She's like, wait, Stannis, I've seen it in the flames. You're the man and i need to prove this to you and i got a little trick up my sleeve and when i mean sleeve i mean uh womb and she goes over she goes to a little a little island i guess it's the uh, demon birthing island that davos takes her to her and stannis tells her dude stannis tells him dude look man um take her here don't ask any questions so she goes and she has a demon baby a demon baby that ends up killing Renly Baratheon. And we get to meet Brienne of Toth, who ends up kicking uh, Loras Tyrell's ass in front of Renly and says, hey, Renly, can I be in your Kingsguard? And she basically just gets to the Kingsguard and, you know, they're like, um, yeah, the chapter about demon babies coming in um, as black smoke, we're, we're not going to be able to get to that this semester, so we're just going to go ahead and... Pretend you read it and you can be in Kingsguard, but mm, watch out for those demon babies. Brienne witnesses that a little finger dies, or I'm sorry, Renly dies, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so now Stannis is free to take Renly's army and prepare his siege of Blackwater Bay, which, as we all know, is where King's Landing is. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, Tyrion, acting hand of the king. Good things happened there. One of the best things he did was send Janice Slint, who was the, what was he, the city watch, the head of the captain of the city watch, who was just a a piece of crap. <laughs> and Tyrion's like, yeah, you, uh, you weren't good to the last hand of the king. I'm sending you to the wall or you can die. And Janos is like, eh, I'm a puss. I'll go to the wall. And it's great that he ends up being more of a puss at the wall. But spoiler alert. Meh. <laughs> oh, what, and, and then we we meet Podrick in this season. We we see some more of Roz. Roz, uh, everybody's favorite redheaded hooker. I liked her. We meet Gilly in this season. She's awesome. While up at Craster's Keep. Um... Mirren Trant does some, he smacks Sansa at one point. He's, he's going to come back to get haunted by that. Um, it, Tyrion falls in love with that hooker that he found on the battlefield and brings her, brings her back down to King's Landing, but oh, nobody's allowed to know about her. So she's been hiding, hiding in his, Hiding in his bedroom, basically, and Cersei's like, oh, "I want to die." Because, excuse me. Tyrion decides that he's going to take one of 
one of Cersei's daughters or Cersei's daughter and send her to Dawn to wed one of the princes down there. And of course, Cersei's not happy about that because that's her kids and she still likes her kids at this point. She still thinks about her kids. And then he's got to figure out who's on his side and who's not on his side. So Tyrion does a great little thing. Tyrion tells Pycelle that he's sending Marcella to Dorne to wed somebody. He tells Varys that she will marry Theon Greyjoy. And he tells Littlefinger that she will wed Robin Aaron. So it's just a matter of time before one of them tells Cersei all about it. Cersei finds out and confronts him. And he's like, why are you sending her to Dorne? You son of a bitch. And he's like, oh, okay, thank you. And then he takes Grandmaster Pycelle and puts him in the black in the black uh, cells for a little while, the dungeon. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that was one of the best part, the best things he did. And then, you know, Renly, we, f- we figure out that Renly and uh, Loras, Ty- Loras Tyrell like each other much more than Marjorie the Queen should be liking him, uh, Renly. And then, of course, Renly dies, and then Marjorie's like, oh, I must find somebody else to marry, because I've got the, the Tyrell's money, so I can marry whoever I want. So she ends up like trying to be king or queen for everybody. Pretty funny. Um, good nude scene in uh, one of these. So we got we got Hot Pie, and we got Arya taken prisoner, and they're at Harrenhal, and then Tywin Lannister shows up at Harrenhal. We got a bunch of people getting tortured and getting killed, and... Tywin discovers that Arya is not a boy but a girl and makes her his cupbearer. So there's some there's some close co- close shaves there because I think they were about to find out. Somebody was about to find out that she was at really Arya Stark. And then she meets Jock and Hagar, who's a, a faceless man who ends up giving her three deaths, which is fun. And she's like, yeah, okay, kill this dude, kill this dude, and kill now I want to kill you. And he's like... Um, um, a girl gives a man his own name. I like the I like not using pronouns in sentences. It's pretty funny. Just like uh, in Elder Scrolls Online, they do that. They uh, the what are they called the Kajit. The Kajit do not use pronouns. <laughs> they say this one, but Jack and Hagar says a man. A man has no name, and if he were a Kajit, he would say this one has no name. Or this one, his name is Pakruti. This one, uh, a man is named Jakanagar. Jakanagar. Season two. So Rob, Rob's a dumbass, pretty much, and and then they, you know, they get Rob ends up capturing Jamie Lannister and putting him in a pen and then Catelyn Stark's even dumber than Rob which she just makes bad decisions it's pretty funny she lets she ends up letting Jamie Lannister go and jeez oh, and without without Rob knowing it and then uh that just turns she thinks that oh yeah so that'll protect my daughters because my daughters are in King's Landing and Rob's like what you do you did what and at the same time, uh, he goes after he went to the twins and he was like, Walder Frey, brah, I need your bridge. I need to get everybody across this bridge so we can go win this battle. And he's like, well, you're going to marry one of my daughters and 
uh, your sister's going to marry one of my sons. And Rob's like, okay, fine, whatever. And then they go off. And then he meets uh, uh, an exotic foreign girl who likes chopping people's legs off. Or she doesn't like it. Well, maybe she does like it. I don't know. But she's there to tend to the, the sick and the ill. And, of course, Rob's like, hey, hey, how you doing? So he, the, the, in the stupid, probably the dumbest decision, the worst decision that anybody made in uh, in this whole War of the Five Kings, Rob decides, no, I'm going to marry this girl instead of the person that I'm supposed to marry to keep our, um, you know, our partnership going with the phrase. It's like, dude. Marry the Walter Frey girl and, you know, just keep her on the, keep her with you or whatever. You're the king of the north. Don't you like it when I drink coffee while I'm talking? I know I like that when other people do it. <laughs> Meanwhile, north of the wall, it's all kinds of crazy stuff going on when these guys are tromping around. I don't even know. They're wasting their time up there, too. You know, season two, for the most part, we're just moving pieces around the board and we're waiting for just setting things up this was kind of a not a throwaway season it was just like okay we need to get all these people from spot a to spot b so we can get them to spot c for the final the final battles and all this stuff so everybody's moving from part point a to point b nothing's really getting that solved you know what i'm saying it's just Dragons are babies. We know that the dragons are gonna have to grow up, but they're babies right now. And the 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 scene where Danny teaches the the dragons to burn a piece of meat is is pretty funny. It's pretty cool. Like oh, Dracarys, and he's like <laughs> and blows some flame out, and fondues a chunk of meat. This was pretty good, which sets you up for the end. The final part of the season. Where you got the Battle of the Blackwater. And, you know, Tyrion is just... Tyrion is the hero of the entire story. And he basically sets up the defense of King's Landing with some really good ideas. He finds out about this stuff called Wildfire, which is made out of pig shit. And they've got a ton of it underneath the city somewhere. And Cersei knew about it. And Tyrion's like, I'll take that. And, you know, the whole thing at the Blackwater where they put all the wildfire that they can in a boat and then put the boat right out into the Stannis' ships and burst it all into flames. It was a great move. I guess in the book there's a, like a, some sort of chain that they also put up, but they didn't do the chain part, so. I don't know about that. Other than that. And Bronn, I like Bronn. Bronn's also one of my favorite characters. He just like... He's a badass, and he does whatever Tyrion wants him to do in exchange for lots of gold. And at the end of the season, during the Battle of Blackwater Bay, when Bronn is... He gets the... I love the, the, the giving the signal to light things on fire. Tyrion takes a torch, throws it in, throws it over the, the wall, and Bronn's across the bay, and he sees it, and he takes an, he takes an arrow and lights the end of it on fire, and... I love how he, he he pulls the bow back and then does like a 45 degree angle and pink lets it rip and we're off. Big battle. T 
Tyrion gets an axe in the face by somebody on his team, pretty much. And then right as he's about to die, Podrick saves the day. And then Tywin comes in just as the... Tywin comes in with his troops and basically takes all the credit. And Tyrion wakes up in a shack, no longer the hand of the king, doesn't get any credit for saving King's Landing. Danny ends up taking over Karth with and getting her dra- you know, dragons got kidnapped. She goes to some crazy place, finds him after doing the little Drakaris thing again. That was cool. And uh, it t- turns out Zoras Zakin Zohar Do- Davos, whatever his name is, is a fraud because nothing was in his vault that he thought he was the. He kept saying over and over again that he's the richest man in all of Karth, and he didn't have anything. And it turned out that one of Danny's handmaidens was banging him, so she took both of them and locked them, locked them in in that vault. And you know, I guess this season you really start to see that that Danny is becoming a badass uh, ruler, and she's not taking any crap from anybody. And that's the way it should be if you're gonna kick ass all the time. And then we all, it's like, oh, all these lessons she learns. Oh, this is a good decision. But wait, but about power, blah, 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 blah. So. And in the, in the spirit of the Game of Thrones Minute that I used to do, that I will do, be doing on the Mark Aram show, Hopefully. If he's around on Mondays and he wants me to do it, I'll be doing the Game of Thrones Minute. And yeah, um, in case you forgot, I have an actual Game of Thrones character introducing my thing. Yeah, you're welcome. This is Lancel Lannister and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. And now on the Mark Podcast, it's time for the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Thanks, Bruce Martin. (laughs) Instead of doing a Game of Thrones minute, we're going to be doing a Game of Thrones, I don't know, maybe five minutes. It might take more than that. I'm not sure. But we're going to do it all over again. And I'm not just doing a Game of Thrones minute. I'm doing a Game of Thrones. I'm going to talk about the entire season quicker than anybody else. If you caught the last two seasons of Game of Thrones Minute, you know I do each episode in slam poetry style that nobody else can do. (laughs) But this is different. This is going to go through the entire season. And as a bonus, I will be doing a haiku that I wrote about each episode. I'm also posting those on my Twitter if you haven't been following along. Hopefully I'll get get to all of them. So here we go. I will give you the title of the episode. I will give you the recap of the episode. And then the haiku. Here we go. Ring that bell of shame, baby. Shame. Shame. 
Shame. Episode 1, The North Remembers. Joffrey plays gladiator games. Tyrion returns. White doves from the Citadel. Summer's over. Tyrion is hand to the king. Bran and Maester Lewin do business in Winterfell. One of the dire wolves sees a comet in the sky. Bran awakes and talks to Osha. Danny and the gang head across the Red Waste. The Nice Watch heads to Craster's Keep. And there's Gilly. Melisandre and Stannis convert their flocks. Stannis declares his right to the throne and poisons the maester. Jamie and Rob chat. Shay and Tyrion chat. Cersei threatens Littlefinger with power. Rob sends a Lannister south with peace terms. Rob sends Cat to Renly. Joffrey redecorates the throne room Roz gives love lessons slint city guard kills robert's bastards here's the haiku terrors in the night red comet streaks above them bastards die by knives episode two the nightlands there's jock and hagar Arya and Jenry hide from the city watch varus talks to shay and Tyrion. Tyrion doesn't want varus threatening him cersei tears up tears up rob's peace off for the nice watch asks for men sam wants to steal gilly ricaro's horse re- returns to danny with his head in a bag theon returns to the iron islands littlefinger consoles Roz. there's podrick Tyrion and slint die and then slint gets sent to the wall Arya and gendry get to know each other theon comes ashore gets a ride from his sister and talks to his father Ask Salador for his fleet to attack King's Landing. Stannis bangs Melisandre on the war table. Craster drops off a baby and knocks out Jon Snow. Cloaks hunt children. Theon trades gold for iron. Jon catches Craster. Episode 3, What is Dead May Never Die. Craster kicks the crows out of his keep. Lord Commander Mormont lectures John. Sam gives Gilly a gift. Bran has a recurring dream about being in a direwolf. Maester Lewin has a Valyrian steel ring showing that he studies the higher powers. Brienne of Tarth whips Loras Tyrell's ass and joins King Renly's Kingsguard. Cat meets Brienne at Renly's camp. Dad Greyjoy sends Yara to pillage and reeve the north. Theon gets one little ship. Shay is unhappy staying in Tyrion's room all day. Sansa dines with Cersei and her kids. Shay's her new handmaiden. Tyrion gets some Modium from Pycelle. Tyrion tells him he's sending Marcella to Dorne to wed. He tells Varys he will marry. she will marry Theon Greyjoy. He tells Littlefinger she will wed Robin Aaron. Renly and Loras get it on. Then Marjorie speaks to the need of Renly impregnating her. Theon burns a letter to Rob, then gets bas- baptized by the drowned god. Littlefinger's pissed about the lies. Tyrion will send him to negotiate Jamie's release. Varys and Tyrion talk about power. Arya and Yorin talk about sleep and death. Then the group gets attacked and Yorin dies. Arya tells the soldiers Gendry was the kid Polliver just killed. Forest, field, and hall. A large shadow on the wall. Gendry's helmet falls. Episode 4, Garden of Bones. Lannister soldiers joke around and the Starks attack. Rob meets Talisa when she saws off a kid's foot. Joffrey threatens Sansa and Tyrion busts in, then orders Roz and a friend for Joffrey. Joffrey has Roz beat her friend. Littlefinger negotiates with Renly. Littlefinger questions Marjorie about Renly. A rider tells Danny that Karth will welcome him. Gendry, Pot, Hot Pie, and Arya get to Harrenhal. Arya recites her death list. Littlefinger gives Cat Ned's bones as a token of good faith. Hot Pie pisses himself while the mountain picks someone to torture. Cat and Renly negotiate with Stan. Stanless Danley asks the 13 for entrance into Koth. Zaro Zohan Doxos invi- invokes Sumai to get her in. Tywin returns to Harrenhal, makes Gendry a smith and Arya a cupbearer. Tyrion calls out Lancel for fucking Cersei. Davos and Stannis talk. Stannis corrects less to fewer. Stannis has Davos take the Red Woman to deliver a shadow baby. Get the poison out. Arya's list grows longer. Shadow baby time. 
Episode 5, The Ghost of Heron Hall. Cat and Renly negotiate a truce. Shadow Baby kills Renly. Stannis approaches. Marjorie wants to be the queen. Cersei and Tyrion discuss defending King's Landing. Lancel tells Tyrion that they're making wildfire. Renly's bannermen flock to Stannis. Davos calls Stannis out about the Red Lady. Tyrion and Bronn hear a man bitching about life in King's Landing. Theon gets his boat and crew. Arya and Tywin chat. Jock and Agar tells Arya she gets to name three names for death. The crows get to the fist of the first men. Corrin half-hand approaches. Tyrion and Bronn talk to Wisdom Aline. Danny gets dragon to Dracaris. Uh, yeah. Danny gets invited to the house of the undying. A masked woman talks to Jorah. Brienne swears herself to Cat. Bran sends Sir Roderick to defend Torahin Square. Bran tells Osha he dreamt of the sea coming to Winterfell. Sorrow shows Danny his vault, only the outside, though. Jorah advises restraint and says he can get a ship. Arya gets her first life back. The tickler. Dracaris Fondue. Shadow Baby kills Renly. Tickler takes a fall. Episode 6, The Old Gods and the New. Meister Lewin gets a raven out as Theon takes Winterfell. Osho offers thir- service to Theon. Sir Roderick spits in Theon's face and then Theon cuts his head off. Corrin half-hand lectures Jon Snow. Tyrion, Tywin Lannister bitches then... Littlefinger shows up. John meets Egret. Marcella sets off for Dorne. A skirmish breaks out. Donnie and Zaro ask the Spice King for his ships. He refuses. Tywin tells Arya that Jamie Lannister is dyslexic. dyslexic. Amory Lorch catches Arya with a note about Rob Stark. Jock and Agar gives life number two. Rob introduces Talisa to Cat. John and Egret spend the night together. Osha uses her wiles on Theon. Osha, Hoda, Rick, and Bran and the wolves escape Winterfell. Danis gets her dragons kidnapped. Marcella leaves town. Igre and John sleep outside. Dragon nappers strike. Episode 7, A Man Without Honor. Theon is on the hunt. Osha, Hodor, Rickon, and Bran head to a farm. Egret feels John's morning wood. Tywin suspects an assassin to the mountain and sends him to burn villages. Tywin tells Arya the history of Arunal. Danny bitches to Zaro. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Rob puts the Lannister messenger in a cage with Jamie. Rob flirts with Talisa. Danny bitches about Jorah. Egret escapes. Sansa gets her period. Cersei talks childbirth and love. Jamie tells squiring stories, then kills his cousin and his guard. Jorah looks for the dragons. The 13 admit to stealing the dragons. Piat Pri kills the rest of the 13. Jamie gets caught. Car Stark wants Jamie's head. Tyrion and Cersei talk incest. Cat wants to kill Jamie. Theon delivers to burnt children. Jon Snow knows nothing. The 13 become the two. Theon shows burnt kids. Episode 8, The Prince of Winterfell. Yara gets to Winterfell and isn't happy. Egret presents John to the Lord of Bones. Corrin Halfhand was there already. Rob and Talisa walk and flirt. Cat let Jamie Lannister go back to King's Landing. Brienne of Toth throws Jamie in a boat. Kevin Lannister and Tywin bitch about Rob Stark and decide to take off. Arya looks for Jock and Corrin Halfhand tells John to infiltrate Mance Raider. Varys, Bronn, and Tyrion plan the defense of King's Landing. Sam, Ed, and the other dude find a stash of dragonglass. Uh, is that Gren? Yeah, I think so. Arya asks Jock and Agar to help her hot Pie and Gendry escape. Cersei tells Tyrion she has a she has his whore, but it's Roz, not Shay. Rob tells Roose Bolton to send word to Winterfell that Ironborn will be spared. Talisa tells Rob about her brother being saved by a slave, and they fuck. Arya, Hot Pie, and Gendry escape Harrenhal. Davos and Stannis talk about Storm's End. Tyrion and Varys chat about the war, and Danny, Danny and Jorah want to find the dragons. Osha and Lewin share that the two burnt boys weren't Starks. Here's the haiku: Cat, let Jamie go. A man helps the kids escape. The burnt boys weren't Starks. 
Episode 9, Blackwater. Davos talks to his son, Tyrion and Shea Pillow talk. Bronn and the lads sing the reigns of Castamere. The Hound calls out Bronn for being a killer. The bells toll. Varys, Podrick, and Tyrion talk while Tyrion suits up for battle. Davos sounds the drums. Battle stations for everyone. Sansa kisses Joffrey's blade. Davos and Joffrey wonder where Lannister ships are. Cersei tells Sansa the plan to defend them. One boat floats to, towards Davos. It's full of wildfire. Bronn shoots a flaming arrow. Ships burn. Stannis attacks. Cersei bitches. The battle commences. Joffrey chickens out. Cersei shoves Lannis- Lancel. Tyrion rouses the forces. Tyrion takes a blade in the face from his own guy. Cersei takes Tom into the throne room and is about to kill him. And Tywin and the Tyrells show up for the win. Reigns of Castamere. Wildfire, arrows, and swords. Tywin for the win. Episode 10, Valar Morghulis. Tywin wakes up. Tyrion wakes up, no longer hand of the king. Tywin's horse shits as it enters the Grand Hall. Tywin is savior of King's Landing and hand of the king. Marjorie offers marriage to Joffrey. Littlefinger advises Sansa. Varys visits Roz. Brienne and Jamie run into three assholes. Brienne kills them all. Rob tells Cat he's not marrying a fray girl. Stannis is pissed at the red woman. Stannis sees something in the fire. Theon laments being surrounded. Lewin suggests taking the black and leaving town. The Ironborn knock out Theon and stab Maester Lewin. Varys talks to Tyrion and Shay. Tyrion is no longer in charge of anything. Jorah and Danny get to the Tower of the Undying. Jack and Agar finds Arya and tells her about the faceless men. Then he changes his own face and walks off. Asha, Hodor, Rickon, and Bran sneak back into Winterfell. It's trashed. They find Lewin dying. Asha finishes him off gracefully. Danny sees shit in the Tower of the Undying. She sees the wall. Her baby, Caldrogo, and everything ends up chained up by Piet Pri. He's a weird dude with blue mouth. But she goes, Dracarys, and the dragon burns and the chains break. John kills Corrin Halfhand. Danny locks her maiden, Zaro, Zoran, Doxos in the vault forever. Sam hides north of the wall as the army of the dead marches by. Valar, Margulis, Daenerys, breaker of chains. Sam sees marching dead. Shame. 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 This is Lancel Lannister, yeah, and you're right, listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. You got that right we're on the Sausage Hut podcast. That's an entire season of Game of Thrones in about five minutes. I don't know, man. How did you think about that? What did you think about that? Coming in in about a half hour apiece. 30 podcasts in 30 days, baby. We're raging on day two, 28 days to go. What are you going to do when the Sausage Hut runs wild on you? So what will we have tomorrow? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we're going to have tomorrow. Maybe we'll watch The Price is Right. Maybe I can get El Chapo to do something, but I think I'm going to be talking to Mishy for Thursday. And we got all kinds of stuff coming up for the weekend. Check me out on Twitter at Johnny Kobasa. Instagram, Johnny Kobasa Rocks. All the other stuff on johnnykobasa.com. You can see the, the lyrics to Game of Thrones minutes. You can go back and listen to other Game of Thrones rehashes. You can go back and listen to our 150 plus podcasts, man. They're not topical, they're not old. They don't get old. You can just go back and listen to whatever you want to, and it'll be cool. So I'll see you tomorrow, y'all.